0: Pastor Philip teaches on how you can respond to God's unconditional love for you. Live your life in the reality of his power and be all his word says you can be. You can, you.
1: My hands are all I have. I lay down. So you can use. See. You can. You can. I have nothing more. Nothing more. My voice is all I have. Oh God my voice is all I am I lay it down so you can use it so you can use see you can use it you can use you can use it you can use it I have nothing more, nothing more, nothing, so you can have it, so you can have it, Lord. Everything I have, everything I own, you can have, you can have it, you can
2: preparing for a meeting you can come sit down guys play pads and I was so afraid I was so afraid that the meeting would fail and the Lord said to me son I don't use things that don't belong to me if you want me to use your hands then they must belong to me he said Cyrus whose hand have I held I would open the two lift gates before him. So I was in church that morning. It was a morning meeting and I dashed off to the back of the church. Like the way this thing is just dashed off to the back of the church and I, and I began to pray and I said Lord you can you can use me. And that song came out of the depths of my heart like that. Just came out of my depths and I, and I just kept singing and kept singing. I just kept singing I took my phone and quickly recorded it. And I went home and took my piano. At home I quickly played on the piano, play the song and send it to my producer friend. I said, This is my song. That was my very first song. That was the only song I've recorded since. <laughs> but when God takes hold of your voice, you'll be shocked what he can do with it. Moses went about 40 years with a shepherd's rod. All he could do with it was to guide sheep and goats. And one day God says, Lay down. And lay down before God. He says, Pick it back up. And he picked up the rod. And the Bible says that he went with the rod of God in his hands. Who would have believed that that rod can part the Red Sea? This your voice can part the Red Sea. Do vo- you have any idea what can happen when you yield yourself to God? There is no limit. We have heard of what happens when God has a grip on a man. We have had very few of what happens when a man has a grip on God. Heavy things can happen. And I lead my voice I say, Lord, take it. Take my voice, take my life. In that song, take my life
1: and let me concentrate on to be take my main. My yeah.
2: Let my life be yours. We started studying first service and now that God uses man. And that's a good place to start. That God uses man. Ordinary man. Is there anybody who is an ordinary man here? Let me see your hands. Yeah, my colleagues are here. Ordinary people. No superpowers. You can't fly. Some of you can't even sing. You try to talk and you're stammering. God loves stammerers. Because people that don't stammer will take glory for the power of your speech. God loves people who are weak in themselves. The Bible says that they were weak. Ordinary people. I said in first service that God will not do anything if he has not found a man. Can I announce to you that God will not do anything in your family if he has not found a man? I've shared my story over and over in this place. That my brothers and my sisters were barren. And one day I went to Goshen in the midst of the rain and I laid myself before God and I cried for my family. I said, Lord, open the wombs of my sister. All of them have their children now. Seven years barrenness, eight years barrenness. Because how do I share my testimony in the midst of pain? There are some testimonies that you cannot share in your family WhatsApp group because you are the only one who has it. So your testimony is not complete. How do you share your testimony? Praise God, my wife just delivered. And two of your elder sisters have been waiting on the Lord for 10 years. You won't be able to share it. Even if you just mentioned, let's thank God. She, she because, because it's the atmosphere. Is not one that can encourage that. God will not do anything until he has found, please follow me. Amos chapter 3 verse 7. Give it to me, Mike. Amos chapter 3 verse 7. The Lord will not do anything until he has told someone. The Lord will not deliver until he has told someone. He didn't even send Jesus until he has told someone. He didn't send Moses until he spoke about it. He said a deliverer would come. God does not do or say or achieve anything if he has not found a man. Indeed, the Lord does what? Does what? Nothing. Nothing. If he has not revealed it to his servants, the prophets, he would not do it. The Lord will not deliver. Give me Ezekiel 22, verse 30. Ezekiel 22, verse 30, quickly. Damn, is good to have you back. Ezekiel 22, verse 30. Look at what God says. Ezekiel 22, verse 30. Give me King James. King James. Ezekiel 22, verse 30. And verse 30, not verse 20. Ezekiel 22 verse 30. King James. If he has not found a man. I did what? Can you please read this very clearly? I want. Can you, can you give me King James? Is King James there? Ezekiel 22 verse 30. King James, quickly. What did he say? King James says, I sought for a man. Among I sought for a man, S.J. Among I did not seek for a man outside them. Your help will not come from outside you. When I want to deliver your family, I'm looking for someone in your family. When I want to deliver your society, your street, your community, I'm looking for someone in your community. I know that God is always looking for someone. If He wants to stir up a revival fire in a church, He's looking for someone in the church. When he was going to send the deliverer to israel he picked an israelite he didn't send an ammonite he didn't sell an Amal- Amalekite. stable 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 he didn't send an Amalekite. you know what i'm saying i mean he didn't send an Eite. he sent an Israelite. when it was time to deliver man he did not send an angel he sent his son in the frame of a man i sought for a man among them God does not use anything, but He does not anoint keyboards. He does not anoint trumpets. He anoints men, and then men play on the keyboard, and it sounds anointed because the man carries oil on his life. That's why somebody can sit and sing a song, and someone else comes and sing the same song, and there's no fire, because the anointing is not on the song; is in the vessel. Some people think that if they wear white suits like Benin. And they wave down like this. And they are shocked. It's okay, maybe it's not because, maybe because I'm not wearing white shoes. So they went back home and add white shoes to it. And they did like this. And nothing. Because the blessing is not in the suit. Wear black. Wear black, black. And carry the anointing. There'll be fire. Because the anointing is not in the clothes. The anointing is not in the style of speaking. So people together, they speak like Christopher Yakilome. I say, Wow, we bless the Lord. So fantastic. The Lord is good. And talk like that. Maybe the anointing will flow. And they're shocked that the anointing is not in the style of speech. If you stammer like Moses and you have fire, Pharaoh will bow. Stammer, stammer. He said, We stammer in tongues. Will I speak to my people? man Emmanuel ordinary man ordinary man I says I sit I stand behind knocking I'm sure that's not Jesus because he's here eh don't knock He's here he says no outside Praise the Lord ordinary man men were weak men who were weak I had men. If you look at Judges chapter 6, sorry, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 34, that we read. Did you look at that? Give me that. Hebrews 11, verse 34, that we read. Hebrews 11, verse 34, quickly. The Bible says that they were made strong. Hebrews 11, 34. Who said Ozan 1? They quenched the violence of fire. Did you see that? Please, I want you to look at this. Escaped the edge of the sword. Out of weakness. What happened? That means they were. Were they weak? The Bible says that they were weak. Out of weakness. They were made strong. They were not born strong. They did not fall from heaven strong. They were weak people. Weak at heart. Weak in their minds. The Bible says they became strong. Out of weakness. It said they waxed valiant. New cases, they became valiant in battle. That means they were not even valiant before battle. Some of you are waiting till you are perfect. Your perfection is when you stand in your assignments. You are waiting for perfection before you step into your calling. Thinking that it is in your calling that you, God does not look for made people. You learn on the job. Nobody was ever Perfect. Nobody knew everything. Nobody knew how to do everything. Can you? Can I? Can I? Can I shout at of my voice? Nobody is perfect. People become wiser. The Bible said Jesus Christ became wiser. Even Jesus. They became valiant in battle. Weak men. Archbishop and dausa. Weak men. Uma Weak men. Weak men. Weak men. Weak men. Weak men. Weak men you pinch yourself now, you feel yourself. Nobody's different. Say Elijah is as human as we are. The greatest miracles I've performed in my life I performed it when I was less prepared. Not when I have fasted. and fasted and prayed and fasted. Sometimes you fast and pray. The miracle will not happen because God has noticed that you you now have confidence. You have confidence in your fasting and prayer. So now you think I've been fasting. There's no way it will not work. It will not work. Just because God wants to show you that it's not by fasting. One of the finest miracles I ever attended would ever gone through my hands. I was in the office. And um, I was telling my friends, I just read the book Purpose of Pentecost by T.L. Osborne. And I was telling my friends, the church needs power. The church, I was, I was, I was really stirred up. And my friend called me. Bro, Philip, my mommy has slumped. I said, slump, what happened? He said, she, I, she, she had high blood pressure issues and then she slumped and she's rushed to the, to the hospital. And the doctor says that if she wakes up, she might wake up with a stroke because her blood pressure was reading 220. And that was pretty high. So now, I had not fasted. I had not prayed. I wasn't spiritual. I didn't, I didn't feel spiritually competent, spiritually competent enough to handle that. But God is always prayed up. God is always fasted. God is always ready. So I caught the phone. God said, yes. You are the one that has been shouting that the church needs power. The church needs power. I said, this is an opportunity for you now. I said, so what do I do?" He say? Call her back. So I called her. The Bible says, Take no thought what you shall say, for it shall be given to you at the very moment what you shall say. say. call her back. No, there was no instruction. What should I say? Just call her first. I call her. So what do we do? What do we do? I say, I will come and pray for your mommy. The only go say, No, you have a meeting this evening. You can't go and pray. I says, so What do I say? Pray on an handkerchief and let her take it to her mom. And when she lays it on her mom, I will perform the miracle. I said, God, this is not callful. This is not ethic. This is not common code. No, it says common code. This is stroke. How will Uncle Because it's the faith that would heal a dick will raise the dead. The power is in the name of Jesus, not in your preparedness. So I said, "Okay, come to our office. I'll come and pray." on Anka Chief, come and collect it. Hey, hello, hello. As she was coming, I said, "Hey, wow, you didn't man not die like this." I said, let me pray." So I said, Lord, in the name of Jesus, let every healing virtue over my life, let every healing anointing over my life, let it come upon, come upon, come upon, this come upon. As we are going, she You Hey! As she took the anchor chief from me to go, I rushed to one corner to pray. God said, hey, stop that! What do I want to do? I said, I want to pray. Say, pray about what? Say, pray about what? God says, what about the prayer you pray on that Is that one not enough? I said, God said, no, this is your prayer of fear. We'll cancel that prayer of it. Don't pray anything, just keep short. <laughs> <laughs> she would <will> die. <laughs> okay. So uh, I was just, because it was already late in the evening when she came, and she was going to go to Guagalada. Eh? If I remember, I was just like, let me pray. I said, oh wait. She called me the next morning. She screamed over the phone. Profili, my mommy has been discharged. I said, tell me what happened. He said, when I placed the handkerchief on her, her blood pressure dropped from 220 to 120. He said, the doctors checked it. And she woke up, they collected back all the drugs they gave to her and discharged her instantly. Say, my mommy carried the handkerchief like this on her chest, like this. I said, What? I was out of bodies of Paul were aprons and handkerchiefs taken to those that were sick, and the demons were casted out and the sicknesses were healed. Out of his body. Do you know that Paul, that apron, switch up that fan, that apron that Paul spoke about it was the apron he wore it was not the apron he wore to, it's not prayer apron it was not his prayer mantle. that apron that Paul wore was the apron he wore while he was making his tents it was the tie he wore to office while he was signing documents as he got as he sweated he used the apron to clean the sweat continue his work it was those aprons they were stealing to cast out demons it was not apron from the mountain, from the holy, holy, of holy, This, this anointing oil is from Jerusalem. Uh-uh. Normal everyday life sweats can heal the sick. The woman took a healing from Jesus. Ordinary man. Is this how your life will be ordinary till you die?
1: Ordinary man
2: man who through God's who, who through God, the Bible says through faith they did mighty things. Let's go to the book of Judges, chapter seven. I'll read this too quickly. Judges chapter seven. Huh. Can't finish this. Can't finish this, man. Judges chapter seven. If you at verse nine, huh? somebody has to read for me because I'm, I'm I'm running out of time now. Judges chapter seven, verse nine. Who's going to help me? Judges chapter seven, verse nine. Quickly. Yes. It came to pass the same night the Lord said unto who? To Gideon. That's Gideon. Yes. And what? Arise. Get it down to the host. Yes. He said, Arise. God said to Gideon, Go down. I have delivered that nation to you. Go down and see it. Continue. We're reading to verse 15. He said, And you will hear what they are saying in their camp. Continue. He said, If you are afraid, God said, Gideon. Go the down. I've given you the line. Say, but if you're afraid to go down, what should you do? Go down. If you're afraid to go down, don't go down alone. Go down with SJ. Now, I want you to go down and we'll hear what the people are saying. But if you're afraid, go down with SJ. If you're, God was telling you, if you're afraid, there's a provision for your fear. If you're afraid, don't go alone. Go down with Fura. What now happened Yes? When you hear what they are saying, your hand will be strengthened. Continue. So he now went with SJ. What did that mean? Eh? Eh? So he was afraid. Because God said, if you're afraid, go with uh, Fura. And he went with Fura. He was afraid. Sit down. Ordinary, fearful people. Gideon, even at that point. Say Gideon that was afraid of his father's house, that could not destroy his father's idol in the day, and had to wait for everyone to sleep in his own father's compound. Is it that Gideon that will go and face a thousand Midianites? Ordinary, fearful. What are you afraid of? The first time I prayed for a blind eyes to open, and it opened, I was afraid. I prayed, afraid, I was afraid. As I was praying, I was afraid. I was, my fear was increasing. I prayed 12 times before the eyes opened. I lay hands 12 times before the eyes open 12 times. Up, up, ikaka, buluku, up, up 12 times. 12 times. Someone said, Why do you have to lay hands 12 times? I said, Because you guys asked 12 disciples. <laughs> Stupid question. What's my <laughs> business? Somebody was blind. His eyes are hoping. He said, Why you have to lay? Even if I have to lay down 40 times. I said, You guys faster for 40 days and 40 nights? If, they say, well, if you have done it one hundred twenty times, say because the rain was upon the ground in the days of Noah for one hundred twenty days. <laughs> stupid question, stupid answer. Ordinary man! First have to talk about Deborah. Now let's talk about Jephthah. Jephthah was a mighty man. And I'm going to end with Jephthah because I can't round this up now. I'm going to finish on Tuesday. Judges chapter 11, verse 1 to 3. Quickly, somebody help me. Very fast. Judges 11, 1 to 3. Now, Jephthah, you have to move your nose myself, I can hear you clearly. Jephthah what? Jephthah, can you all hear him? Jephthah the Gileadite did what? He was a mighty man of Allah. He, he was a son of an allot. When the other wife's sons grew up, what did they do? And they, out they threw out Jephthah. And said unto him, said unto him thou shall not inherit You are, are not father's going father's to inherit our father's properties. The son of a girl. Because you are a son of a strange girl. Jephthah fled from his so Jephthah fled. And dwelt in the land of Torb. That's verse 3. Yes, sir. Sit down. Yes, sir. He was the son of an Alot. How many people are children of Alot here? Nobody? Oh Lord, sure did not burn any of you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It was not the son of a side cheek. You see if he was the son of a side cheek, that would have been better. Because a side cheek is just a cheek on the side. And our Lord is a commercial marketer of our body. We don't know who Jephthah's father is. And our Lord sleeps with 10, 15, 20 men, 25. We don't know who Jephthah's father is. Some of you are struggling in your life now because of identity crisis. You think the reason why God cannot use you is because you don't even know who you are. You don't even know who your father is. You are battling every day with personal struggles. Is defeating you every day. You wake up. Somebody says you have, God has no purpose for your life because you are a useless person. What a child. Jephthah was like that. Gideon was the last born. David was the last born, but Jephthah was a bastard. God uses bastards. Bastards. Who would have believed that Joshua? You know Joshua? Joshua the son of Nun of the tribe of Ephraim. Ephraim was not the full blood of Israel. Ephraim was the son that Joseph had with an Egyptian woman. A Gentile defiled woman. Are you understanding what I'm saying? You are not understanding me very well. Joshua. Yehoshua. Was the son of an Egyptian woman? Who would have believed that the person that would lead Israel into a promised land would not be a full Israelite? And Moses, who was a full so Israelite, couldn't do it. Joshua, Joshua, it was a type of Christ. Why? It was mixed, mixed. It was mixed with the blood of the slave master and the slave. Just like Jesus was mixed. It was mixed with the blood of God and the blood of man. He came as
0: a man.
2: Not fully. He didn't appear as an angel, appeared as a God. He came as a man. Mixed blood, Joshua. Mixed blood, Jesus. Mixed blood, Joshua brought them into the promised land. What Moses could not do, Jesus brought us into the promised land with the Father. What Moses and the law could not do. Joshua was the full epitome of Christ. Who would have believed that God uses bastards? Josephus was a bastard, Jeff. I beg your pardon, bastard. You now, how many of you are children of her Nobody raised up your hand. Everybody's pure from proper parents. Your parents are proper. Who's oh, seen Esther? They even named that Esther. Esther is a Christian Bible name. It shows that these are people who came from, they didn't name me after an idol, ordinary people people that others rejected. I'm coming. I'm coming. My father and my mother were not married when my mother got pregnant of me. What do you call that? People that are having sex without marriage. What's that? Huh? Answer me now. You guys are not answering me very well. So can we safely agree that my daddy and mommy were fornicating? And I stand before you today, a product of fornication. <laughs> can we safely agree that Pastor Philip is a fruit of sin? Can we agree like that? Answer me now. We have agreed. You know it's logic. Premise A, premise two, premise three. You cannot agree. You cannot agree on premise one, premise two, you Cannot agree on the conclusion. But if it rains, the ground is wet. If the ground is wet, so it rains. It's not correct because the ground can be wet even if it doesn't rain. So there are some logical premises that we agree. We have agreed now. Fornication is a sin. Premise one: Agree or not? My father and my mother were fornicating when I, my mother got pregnant of me. We have agreed because they were not married. Have I mean, we not agreed? Under name they call it fornication. So we agreed number two that my father and my mother were committing sin when she got pregnant of me. Agree or not? I'm a fruit of sin. Agree or not? cannot we cannot not agree what would I believe that God calls out light out of darkness out of the depths of my mistakes of my life out of the my most painful mistakes God can call out life out of it I don't know what I'm talking to today but your life is filled with terrible 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 mistakes Tell you have made so many mistakes in your life. You think that nothing can happen. Nothing better can happen. Can I announce that God knows how to bring light out of darkness? The devil did not put me in my mother's womb. The Bible says, for the thief comes but to do what? Kill, steal, kill, and destroy. He doesn't give life. Satan cannot give life. God put me in my mother's womb. When my mommy and my daddy were doing it. God said in heaven, now is the time to send Philip. And Jesus said, so check around, Who is doing it. <laughs> the angel went and checked, checked and came back. And said, Lord, we found one. He said, put him there. He said, but the other I said, put him there. <laughs> that boy will serve me with his life. I don't care how he came. The circumstances of your birth cannot determine the scope of the fulfillment of your destiny. Bastard. Bastard. God uses bastards. I don't know how many mistakes you've made in your life. I have made several. Things I regret in my life, but God knows how to pick my worst mistakes and turn it around for good. Let me close. Jephthah went off. I finished on Tuesday. And the Bible says in verse three. Who is reading verse three for me? Verse three. Then fled from the yes. It dried land, land of the yes. And, there vain men to and so vain men gathered themselves unto Jephthah. And went out the now look at verse three. Who has done that translation for verse three? What does it say? Jephthah fled from his brothers. Yes. And he lived in the land of Thor. There he attracted a group of how many kind of people? What kind of people? I don't know whether your company is attracting worthless secretaries. I don't know whether your work is a worthless work. I don't know whether, since you left where you were, all that's around your life is just spelling worthless. Worthless contracts, worthless job offers, worthless life. The Bible says he attracted. And you cannot attract what you are not. He attracted worthless men. But if you go on reading after that, you will see the life of Jephthah. When the Ammonites came against Israel, they came to beg him. His brothers came to beg him. Please come and lead us. Because in that desert, he had raised an army. When they throw you out, don't stop training yourself. When they throw you out... They will come Some of you they have sacked you, your boss will come and beg. I swear. If you stay back and build capacity, the people that thought you were nothing will come and beg. His brothers
1: came and begged. When they threw me out, he left.
2: Avoid see, finish. Left. He didn't go and meet his uncles, ah, Uncle, come, let me beg, my brother. They have sent me out of the house. Let me beg. Then he left. He said you are a son of your lot. He said, "Okay, I agree. I don't know. I don't even know who my father is, and my mother is never alive to show me who my father is. You are fear. You don't even know who your father is, but you were born because you did not fall from heaven. as so, why you become born again? God becomes your father. So, Jephthah didn't go about begging for acceptance. Please accept me. Accept me. They threw him out. Ordinary man, Jephthah." went out, attracted worthless men to himself. Worthless jobs, worthless life, worthless things. I don't know, some of you are in that place now. Everything around you is just worthless. But they stood there and built capacity. And those that thought they were nothing, came back to beg them. When we start church, we, my wife and I were looking for mentors. I had a mentor, but the mentor is not in Nigeria. He was here on, on, on Tuesday. The Vajazburga and he wasn't even pastor in past. It was more of a crusade outreach kind of thing So I needed a pastor who was a mentor. And um, I sent a mail to someone to beg. I said, sir, you have pastored in this city for about 17 years or more. You definitely know many things I don't know. Please mentor me. I don't know anything. And I sent that mail to him secretly because I was very shy. I didn't want anyone to know. Only for some to begin to come and say, Ah, we saw the mail you sent to Papa. Ah, we saw your mail. said he was showing, I said, Look at him. He's begging me. He's begging me. He's begging me. When I heard it, my heart bled. I told my wife, I said, Let's go and face our work. Let's go and do what? We will build this thing. Ah, even God will come down from heaven and say, I came to see what the sons of men built. We will build this thing the help of God, Hallelujah. Amen. No experience? Some of you have pushed yourself. You to go. You allow them to rubbish you. Demo. They are just dragging on the floor. You want to snap it sure with them. Somebody push you aside. You want to descend. They sense me, please." I know use your sense, your number six, to just avoid the C finish, and just go. You are still forcing yourself. That's you until the protocol you stick to push you away. You don't know how you don't know body language. We don't want you here. Or well, because your needy, your neediness, your addiction to human validation, will not allow you to have sense. They're begging for pictures, go and build yourself. They will beg you for pictures. Go and face your work. Jephthah went and faced this work, he built worthless men to valuable him. The Bible says he became the commander of Israel from being worthless. I don't know if you are faced rejection today. I have faced rejection. It threw me out. And when I left our church, I was a member of the choir. Aliu, Alice? Where's Aliu? Aliyah there. I could not even go and say bye-bye in the choir after serving for eight years. So I had to send WhatsApp message and I left the group. Can you imagine eight years, kings? Eight years of serving every week. Every week, prayer praying for choir members, going to their houses to pray for their parents. Seven years I couldn't even say bye-bye. They pursue me like goats. Say what? Well, I will go. I will go and build something else. Go and build something. Go and build something. This is your begging is too much. It's your begging is too much. You beg for familiarity. You beg. You farms. You farms everywhere. Go and build. They will come back to look for you. And build something. Still there. Please. For shoes? What? But we went back. I started building. I remember I was going to leave. I stood in front of my Church lights, our church had lights, and I said, I said to the lights, I said, Ah, these lights are not going to shine on me for a while. I looked round, I said, No matter if I was on the stage, people clap for me. Wow, Pastor Philip, that was the best welcome ever. That was the best opening prayer ever. You you welcome us like nobody else does. I said, Philip, nobody may clap for you. After now. So I stood there. I stood there. I told myself. I said, I would go and build something. I said, in the next five years, I gave myself five years. God did it in less than one year. Are the lights not shining on me now? Are the lights not shining on me? And I didn't have to audit here. Something to audit is standing there. And we have not even got your delight. are still coming more. Go and do something to beggarly. To beggarly. There's a destiny waiting for you. Ordinary man. get, Ordinary man. You know, I would have loved to stay a lot on his life, but I will share that on Tuesday because I'll say I will not share on Tuesday what to do to attract the spirit of faith. I'll share that on Tuesday. But you must go with this word. That Jephthah was a bastard. Jephthah was a bastard. He was not just an ordinary bastard. He was a very, very prominent bastard. His mother was a prostitute. His mother was a prostitute. But Jephthah's mother was not the only prostitute in the Bible. Even Jesus' great, 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 great grandmother was a prostitute. Prostitute. The real baby. Prostitute. Do you know how the name of Rehab was in Hebrews chapter 11? He said, By faith, Rehab secured the family. They called that Rehab the harlot till she died because we didn't want to miss it. That this Rehab is the harlot, but the harlot that God has honored. <laughs> Rise on your feet. I don't know what it is that you are desiring from God. I don't know what you see for yourself because i see big things for myself and i don't want fear to hold me back i don't want anxiety to hold me back i have told myself that only what god cannot do will remain undone in my life i wanted to lift up hands and say lord i receive capacity to believe
0: Thank you for listening to this message. Meditate on these words and watch how it will transform your life. For inquiries, please call 0909 672 9827 or 0807 548 5997. You can reach us on Instagram and Facebook. Instagram at SL Church. NG you can reach us on our facebook that's supernatural life church